0: You want to go to your deathbed and you want to look back and say, man, I really did that. (laughs) Yes, my my life, it hit. Yeah, it hit. (laughs) I did what I said I was going to do every single time. And I failed so much. And I still did everything I said out to. I live the life that I wanted to live. Welcome to the Straight Up Intentional Podcast. This is your host, Diane, and on this podcast, we're going to talk everything faith, fitness, and mindset and how to live an intentional life. Check one, two, one, two. Guys, we are back. We are back from a little impromptu break. This wasn't planned. I mean, I knew I wasn't going to be doing podcasts on Christmas. Um... I didn't really do much new year. I will like update you guys on everything, but this was an impromptu break and it was necessary for sure. And I'll tell you why. But this is the straight up intentional podcast. I'm your host. My name is Diane. And I just didn't feel in the time that I took off that I had anything to say. And since this is a uh, podcast about being intentional. Why would I force myself to say something if I didn't have anything to say? So I legitimately like waited until I felt the sense of inspiration. And then of course, when I start feeling like, okay, like I'm back into my normal schedule, I feel good. My son gets this like intense cough, that just scared me and just had me like, you know, worried about him being a mom. So anyways, I went to California for the holiday. Um, We went to Disneyland. We saw all of our family and I was very sick the entire time I was there. It was like, the sickness i was like avoiding it the entire time here in arizona i am a personal trainer and like all my girls were going down like one by one and their kids were going down one by one and I'm, me and oliver were just you know bypassing it so few even got sick um and we still were like bypassing it and like not getting sick and then boom oliver gets sick for like 5 days it wasn't the same thing He gets better. We go to California and then I get sick as soon as we get there. And on Christmas Eve, I'm starting to feel better. And then he gets a fever. So I rush my baby back home because I'm like, I'm over this. Like we need to be home and have my little like holistic remedies. And he has like this intense cough. That's just like ridiculous. So we ended up, doing the nebulizer my friend had one and oh my gosh game changer so it's been a few days i mean literally we did the nebulizer for like 3 days and he was like his cough has just like whoa gotten so much better he barely even has a cough now it's like very very like once every like couple hours he was coughing like so much um so he's good uh we're back at the gym full time this was our first full week back we had a lot of girls gone for like two weeks. This is a first like full gym, full week, full everything. Everything's back to normal. And you know, the new year happened. Um, a lot of people asked me what I was going to do for new year. I don't do anything. Um, I used to when I lived back home, we'd always go to my dad's house and we'd wait till 12 and we'd do the whole thing. Even after I was sober, I still did it with them. But to be quite honest, I'm very well known for going to sleep early. And that's a decision that I make because I like to go to sleep early and I like to wake up early. And that's something that I have a habit I've created over the years. It's not something that I've always done. I actually used to be a night owl and I made myself this morning person. And now it's like, I can't really stay up too late or I can, but it just messes up my whole body and my whole schedule. Right? So since I've moved to Arizona, the first now to new year, I actually was just like, I don't want to make plans. I want to be home. I want to be in bed by nine o'clock. I want to wake up the next morning and go to the gym. Like I always do. I just want it to be a normal night slash day. And so that's what I did. Um, I did get invited to a few things. I turned my friends down. I said, sorry, I really just want to rest. I want to be rested. I want to clean my house. I want to, you know, just have like a very intentional day. So on New Year's Eve, I played some worship music in the morning. I cleaned. I took my son for a nice little stroll in this like local hike that we have And, you know, we had a nice good breakfast and I mean, like literally chilled, made my husband a dinner he loves. And I was, we tried staying up in Mountain Standard Time. So I was wrong. It was supposed to be 10 a.m. I mean, p.m., 12 a.m. New York time. And so anyways, that was a fail. I was just, I gave up after that. I still ended up going to bed like at 10, but. Then I woke up at 12 a.m. because there was like bombs going off outside. That's just a bone I have to pick with Arizona. It's like, what's up with these fireworks? Like, is it really that necessary? But anyways, have your fun. Just don't set my house on fire, please. Um, And so just getting in the groove of things after the holidays is hard. It's hard. It's crazy how we have holiday, 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 hey, new year, and then new year, new me, you just spent two to three months in a blur, not knowing if it was Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, having days off here, days off there, seeing your family here, seeing your family there, food is a huge part of the holidays, you know, the gym gets a little bit less crowded, and it throws you off your game a little bit, right? Because you're trying to see everybody and that's not something that you can just ignore, right? You can't just be like, sorry, family, I'm not going to see you. It's holiday. I have goals. Like you still have to go see your family. You want to see them. You want to spend time with them and um, it can throw you off of your goals. And you're expected to go through the holidays, right? And eat all the holiday food and see all the family and your schedule be completely thrown off, your work schedule, your homework schedule, whatever it is that you do, your workout schedule. And then come January 1st, you're expected to completely be a different person. New year, new me. And I don't have a problem with people that want to feel fresh because it's a new year. My issue is... Is that you're not gonna do 180 degrees in one day? Just because the clock stroke 12 in your time zone, because someone decided January 1st was the new year, that you're just gonna be this new person. There's and and, and who's to say that I wanna be a new person? Like maybe I just wanna be a better version of me. Maybe I don't care that it's January 1st. Maybe I've been working on myself since last January and I never stopped. Maybe we start saying 1% better every single day, never stop. And then we stop with this toxic cycle of holiday, new me, holiday, new me, holiday, new me, because then comes summer. And then everybody wants to go on vacation and the new year, new me is gone, right? Or how about all those memes of, okay, it's February 1st, second chance at a new me. Or maybe that's the problem is that you're looking at this like huge picture and you're trying to change this huge picture in one day. You're trying to change all the things about you that you don't like in one day. I This is coming from someone that's not just pumping you up. I'm not a pump you up person. I'm not going to give you, now I'm going to pump you up. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to pump you up with nonsense. I'm not just saying that you can become this person because I'm this positive person that's never been through anything. And I just shoot rainbows and butterflies and unicorn and glitter. And life is great and nothing bad ever happens. That's not me. I'm going to tell you the harsh reality. 10 years ago, I was the mother of a toddler. I was a single mother. I was mad at the world. I did not do the things for myself. I did not set goals. I did not have expectations. I was just trying to get through the day. For us to just like survive and be okay. I wasn't positive care of my food and making sure that it was nutrient dense or that it hit my macros. I didn't know my circumstances are going to change by tomorrow. That doesn't happen that way. What happened is when I was 23 years old, I walked into somebody's backyard and it was a workout and I did the work and I realized that I could accomplish a hard thing. That was one workout showed me one thing. It showed me that I can do something hard. I had to make so many more mistakes. I had so much work to do. Every day you get a little bit better if that's your intention, but you're never gonna be perfect. The cheat code to life: just work out, just listen to Eric Thomas, just look, listen to Ed, Les Brown. You're gonna feel pumped, and then you're just gonna your life is just gonna be amazing, and nothing bad's ever gonna happen. And then I still went through heartbreak, and then I still was broke. And I was still working too much and I was still underpaid. I was still feeling resentful. I was still hoping that people that hurt me got hurt. I wasn't different because I found fitness. I wasn't different because I got healthy. I wasn't different because I lost weight. That's why 1% better every day makes way more sense than New Year, New Me. I think New, me, new Year Better me. Like New year better me with time. We look at the big picture and it's great, right? Like we have these these goals, and we look at the results and we're like, I want that. But girl, this is a marathon. This ain't no sprint. Let me tell you something. I signed up for the Buckeye Marathon in maybe october september october crossing that finish line and getting my little medal and being so happy you're gonna tell me that me knowing how fitness works is gonna sign up for a marathon look at myself finishing not thinking about the fact that i was gonna have to train for this so when you are setting these goals i want you to think of the big picture the 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 work that it's gonna take to get there Are you willing to do the work that it's going to take to get there? Are you willing to sign up for a marathon that's one day in three months, and spend the next three months adjusting your training schedule, adjusting your eating, adjusting your schedule in general, because you're running for hours, which means that your kids have to be watched by either your husband or your friend, or something's got to be taken care of. That means your Saturday mornings are not only over, but your Saturday afternoons, and potentially your nights, because you're gonna be exhausted because you just ran 18 miles and it took you three and a half hours and you are exhausted your hips hurt your knees hurt your body's depleted you're not even hungry you feel like you're gonna throw up because it's just so intense on your body like are you willing to actually do what it takes to get to the angle When I signed up for that marathon, I didn't think about the fact that I was going to have to Get out of body recomposition, which is what I'm used to doing. Stop lifting as heavy as I was or as often as I was. I was going to have to run way more than I was running. I was going to have to give up my Saturdays. I was going to have to say no to a lot of events because I wasn't going to have the energy to do it. I was going to have to go on my vacation and still keep running. Tell my mom, hey, I'll be back in a couple of hours. I actually have to go run 13 miles like Are you willing to do that work? Now, I'm talking about a marathon. Your goal may be to get more toned. Your goal may be to lose 20 pounds. Your goal may be to move up in your job. But you putting this goal on, I want you to not just put the goal on. I want you to think about the work that it's going to take to get there. If your goal is weight loss and fat loss, are you willing to get up and go to the gym? None of us have time. If you're a nine to five, you might have to think about waking up earlier. You might have to think about going to the gym after work. So your work schedule is going to determine when you go to the work, when you go to the gym. Like for example, I have to go at three o'clock in the morning because I have clients at five, six, eight, nine, and then at night. So there's no other time for me. I have a toddler at home. He's with me during the day. That's what I do during the day. So are you willing to wake up earlier? Are you willing to go to sleep earlier? Are you willing to change are you willing to change your eating habits? Are you willing to track your macros? Are you willing to drink more water? Are you willing to, you know, take care of your sleeping? Are you willing to put Netflix down? Are you willing to watch less Netflix? Are you willing to read more books? Are you willing to put in the work that it's going to take to have the result? New Year, New Me sounds fun. It sounds glamorous. It sounds doable. But New Year, New Me doesn't happen overnight. And it doesn't happen because it hit January 1st at 12 a.m. Think about who made these rules up. (laughs) I don't know. We just go with it. Someone told me it's a new year. So let's do all these uh, people doing all these like, uh, what is it called? Under the table grapes, superstitious things. Because someone told me to do it. Come on. Listen to me. (laughs) I'm going to tell you what to do. Okay. You're going to get up. You're going to go to the gym. You're going to read a book. You're going to get your steps in, you're going to drink your water, you're going to work hard, and you're going to do the things that you said that you were going to do. You're going to keep the promises that you made to yourself. You're going to focus on your habits. You're going to get rid of the habits that are holding you back, like watching Netflix until one o'clock in the morning, like scrolling until two o'clock in the morning, right? What good is that doing you? I want to know. Is it helping your mental health? Is it taking away from your sleep? Is it helping you wake up in the morning and go to the gym? Is it helping you be a better mother, be a better friend, be a better wife? Or is it robbing you of your energy, mental capacity, your mental health? What is it doing? Scrolling. Staying up past a certain time. I mean... Someone once said, like, nothing good ever happens past like 10 p.m. or something like that. And it's true. What good is there? What productivity do you have at 10 p.m.? Now, if you're one of those people that are literally working till 10 p.m., you also might want to think about that. (laughs) You might need some boundaries. (laughs) You might need to have a little bit of a different schedule. There's something called circadian rhythm. Us as human beings and the sun, we are related this affects me this tells me the sun is awake i need to be awake your body digests food better when the sun is out why why does your body digest food better when the sun is out why when you go for a walk and you get sunlight does your metabolism get faster why why does your gut do its thing better when it's seen sunlight, because we're connected. It's called circadian rhythm. You're supposed to eat, wake up, look at the sun, eat, be productive all day, and then you're supposed to go to sleep when the sun goes down. Now, it goes down at 5 p.m. here in Arizona. I don't don't expect you to go to sleep at 5 p.m., but I also don't think that going to sleep until 2 a.m., And then waking up at 11 a.m. is circadian rhythm. If you have a job that doesn't allow you to do anything else, then girl, God bless you. And I hope you can get on a different schedule soon. But we were not meant to be that way. We were meant to go outside when the sun is out, to eat when the sun is out, to be productive when the sun is out. And then when the sun goes down, we calm ourselves down our digestive system calms down, our metabolism calms down, our energy levels calm down. They should, if you're doing the right things, if your habits are good. And I just went on a rant about one habit. Look at your habits. Are they benefiting you? Are they holding you back? Which habits do you want to add to your life? Do you want to start reading this year? Do you want to fill your mind with more? Diet is more than just nutrient-dense foods. Diet is what you read. If you're constantly reading Instagram and TikTok, it can be pretty bad for your mental health. There's so much controversy. There's so much like fighting and there's constant like turmoil. Is that what you're ingesting? Is that what you're taking in? Is that your input? Or can you pick up a book can you learn something new? Can you learn how to garden? Can you learn how to effectively run longer distance? Can you learn how to make sourdough bread? Can you learn how to you know, be a better mother, be a better wife, be a better person, be a better employee, be a better business owner? What can you be putting into your body, mind, soul, that will benefit you? That will brighten you, not bring you down, because that's what it does. That's what the media does. It brings you down. It's like a cloud. I don't need to know every single time there's a car accident or a robbery. I don't want to know. I don't care to know because that isn't going to help me. It doesn't help me at all. The, the, what am I going to go do? Arrest them? Am I going to fight them? Like, what am I going to do? It's going to do nothing but mess with my anxiety, which I already have. Congratulations. You don't need to tell me anything new to give me anxiety or to make me paranoid. I'm already this way. I don't need to be taking in too much information. The only information I want is the Bible, my devotionals, and my David Goggins. Because he slaps me. And I love it. You may not be a David Goggins fan, but I am. So what habits do you want to add? And then which ones do you want to get rid of? And expect it to be a journey. Expect it to be a marathon. Expect the work. What's it going to take to get there? And are you willing to do it? Be honest with yourself. And the thing is that you can do it. You can. It's possible. It's been done. And there's no one that is more capable than you. There is no one that deserves it more than you. God didn't make someone more special than you. We all are born with pretty much the same ability to grow. Maybe we're not born in the same circumstances. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I know. The amount of baggage I have, the amount of pain I had to get by to become the person that I was. I told you, 10 years ago, I was a resentful single mother, working, fighting people for shifts, feeling sorry for myself, thinking life couldn't get better, thinking that this is just what it was. Why was I even a broke single mom? Did I even believe that I could potentially... Be married one day? That I could have a successful relationship where someone loved me the way I loved them? Did I believe that I could have the family unit? Did I believe that I could have money? Did I believe that I could do something I actually enjoyed doing? I didn't sign up to be a server for the rest of my life. But I would have continued being a server and a bartender if I never started changing. If I never started To change not only the way I think, the things I believe, but how I viewed myself. Instead of looking at myself as the broke single mom, I started looking at myself as this woman that had potential to do anything. As resilient instead of resentful. As someone that picks herself up from her bootstraps when life gets hard. As someone that is weak But has a creator that is strong. And. You know that goes to my faith too. If you have no faith. If you have no hope. You don't have the belief that you can. Right. So. Me. You know going to church. Understanding that I was a child of God. Understanding that God had my back. And that it wasn't woe is me. And that it wasn't me against the world. That. I was making it me against the world, but it didn't have to be that way. That's what changed my life. When I started to see that I was valuable and worthy, not because I was hot, not because I was attractive to men, not because of the person who liked me, not because of the job that I had or the amount of money I had or the house that I had, not because of the car that I drove, not because of the friends that I had or the amount of parties I was invited to or the amount of alcohol I could drink. That wasn't what was making me worthy. What made me worthy is that God had me here on earth. And not only did he have me here, but he kept waking me up every day. And See, it just makes me emotional just thinking about it. We woke up today. That alone means God's not done. So if we're still here, we're still kicking, despite the many times that I tested God on that, like that I'm still here. The situations I put myself in, that I'm still here and still kicking means I have an opportunity to be better. That I have an opportunity to change. That I have an opportunity to work towards a better tomorrow. And it's not because it's the new year. It's not because the clock struck 12 and now we're a new creation. We're a new being. The only thing that makes you a new creation is God. When you actually give your life to God and, you know, you go through that journey and that process that's the only thing that makes you a new creation not the time on the clock you can get one percent better every day and in a year you'd be 365 percent better instead of trying to change your life in one day be better every day be better by picking up a book there's so many books i can recommend you atomic habits miracle morning the power of one more Um, you know, so many David Goggins is my favorite there. He's not for everybody, but if you don't mind being slapped a little bit, can't hurt me. David Goggins never finished David Goggins. Self-discipline, accountability, belief in yourself. It's all there. It's all possible. But if you keep thinking that nothing's ever going to change, it's never going to change because you already said it. You already believe it. You're already setting the tone for 2024 by not believing it. There's a lot of cynical people out there that make fun of other people. I don't make fun of other people. Do I agree with people all the time? No, I don't make fun of people. There's something beautiful about hope and faith in yourself. And if you believe that you're going to do it and that this is your year, then freaking do it and believe it and do it like to the max, do the work. Do the work, and you're going to get to where you want to go. Tomorrow is a marathon. The day that I've been working my high knee off for, it's been months. The training was grueling. Every Saturday I was running more. 12 miles, 14 miles, 18 miles, 21 miles, 10 miles, a half marathon. Just grueling, but the day has finally come and you know what? I'm not even worried about how long it takes me. I'm not even worried about, you know, being at five hours or six hours. I, I was worried about it, but I'm kind of just taking a step back and saying, I just want to finish. I just want to finish what I started. I want to keep the promise I made to myself and I want to All this hard work to be worth it. And I want this to be a testimony to my children, to you, to the old me, and to the future me. That it's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth it. And nothing is outside of your reach. No one deserves it more than you. And no one is more capable or deserving. You work hard for something. You attain that goal and then you keep going. Like David Goggin says, never finished. No, you should never be finished. Life is a journey. It's a marathon. It's never finished. You keep getting better. You keep working on you. There's no perfect person on this earth. There's always going to be room for improvement. So keep going. Set little goals. Challenge yourself. Don't stay stagnant in life. That's not what life was supposed to be. You want to go to your deathbed and you want to look back and say, man, I really did that. (laughs) Yes, my my life, it hit. Yeah, it hit. (laughs) I did what I said I was going to do every single time. And I failed so much and I still did everything I set out to. I live the life that I wanted to live. That's what you want to do on your deathbed. You don't want to say, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. So let's just do it because we don't know what tomorrow brings and we don't know when this all ends. The world could end. Who knows? I want to go out with the bang. So let's do it. Bye guys.